Welcome to the Business Maestro with Kerry Wood, talking all things development, growth, team harmony, and getting the best for you out of your business. Every week, Kerry auditions industry leaders, business owners, and individuals who have increased the tempo on their business growth. For a direct line to Kerry, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook. Here's the thing. Kerry is straight up and straight down the middle. There may be some politically incorrect stuff coming your way. If you're into the no bullshit type of learning, then this podcast is for you. Welcome on board again, uh, all you people out there. It's Kerry Wood here, the business maestro. Going to give you about 30 minutes of uh, high-paced uh, business insights. And there might be a couple of things that are said that are maybe a little bit politically incorrect. So listen at your own risk and take your own uh, medicine before you listen because we're here for a good time, not a long time. So, uh, you know, at, at, at Auckland Centre of Business Excellence, we're about business growth, uh, business excellence and getting out of life what you put into it. And today's a, actually a spectacular day because looking at where we are in the world at the moment, you know, it's been a tough time. Uh, in you know, March 28th, we had the COVID lockdown in New Zealand and who would not want to be living here or living in New York at the moment, uh, you know, where they're still going through heck. And today I've got a guest and he is, well, actually probably one of the world leaders in, in resilience. And, and I, I'm going to ask him what that is, but, you know, it's about getting through what you're doing. And um, his name's Jamie Ford. Now, I've had the great pleasure of, uh, of knowing Jamie for a number of years. So welcome on board, Jamie. And are you still trying to play the trombone or trying to do something like that? Or have you given that up, mate, and now you're on the bagpipes or hitting the drums or something? So what are you doing with yourself outside of helping people get through these sort of times? Oh, the brass bands are certainly a, a big uh, part of life, Kerry. I've just been asked to go and help another band out, and that makes five in Auckland that uh, that utilise my services from time to time. And they're all trying to figure out which instrument I might be able to play properly. <laughs> so so have you actually five. found an instrument you can play properly yet, or is that just a, a work, in, <laughs> work in progress? I can play all of them really badly. <laughs> Jamie, look, you, you've made a, a life a lifetime of, of dealing with resilience, and, and your business, um, you know, is, is resilient minds, world leaders, and, and, and working through that. So, look, simple question: What the heck is resilience, Jamie? You know, give me a definition that can work for the business people out there. How does what is resilience? How does it impact us? And all, how does that happen? I think the simple way of understanding it is it's that ability to bounce back quickly from adversities and setbacks and things like that. There are you know, things that are outside of our control that we're not going to let ourselves get derailed by them. And we're going to take uh, control of the way that we think about about these things. Now, the, the model of resilience that, uh, that we've built our, our business on, clients like uh, Canterbury Rugby, Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet of the Australian Government, Oxfam, a whole range of really high profile organisations. Um, he, he's got a very interesting model, which says that it's not only the way that you, and I could say react, but I will use the word respond because that's more about our own choice. Uh, the way that we respond to adversities, but also the way we respond to our achievements and successes. And Kiwis actually limit the uh, effectiveness of the resilience by the way that uh, we tend to downplay our achievements and our successes. But at the moment, I think the focus has to be on, well, okay, how are we dealing with adversities, with setbacks, with the negative impact of the uh, of the virus? I mean, none of us thought back at the start of the year we could possibly find ourselves in this situation. So the biggest part of being resilient is the way we manage our own thinking and our, and, our, uh, and our emotions around all that's going on. Okay. Um, Jamie, you just said that the response is choice. Uh, just, you know, excuse me for taking, 
surely we're all in a situation where it's not our choice. We just get told what to do. Uh, can you just, I mean, really? So you're saying that the resilience is based on our, our choice. Our, our The response is our choice, to, to quote yes. yourself. Give us some, yes. how does that work? Well, a lot of a lot of people think that their emotions uh, are the outcome of the the actions of other people. They will feel agitated and annoyed, perhaps about restrictions that the government's brought in. Uh, but that, those emotions are actually an outcome of their own thinking. Um, so we've we've got people with a completely wrong concept of where emotions come from. And I mean, emotions drive our actions and our behaviour. You know, there wouldn't be an advertising industry, would there, if we didn't act on our emotions? So we, so we need to manage our, that very carefully, and that comes back to our own thinking. So the way we think about what's going on, the uh, restrictions the government might put in place, the requirements, you know, for instance, we might have loved ones who want to come home, and now that it's been talked about, they're going to be hit with, um, you know, with costs of their own quarantine. We've got uh, people um, <laughs> absconding, I think is the proper word, absconding from um, quarantine, and that will be based around their own emotions. But they, but they will wrongly be attributing the cause to things external to themselves. But the science is very clear, and it's, and it's a failure in education that we don't teach children that their emotions are an outcome of their own thinking. So it's not, you, you don't feel, um, you know, agitated and upset because of the actions of someone else. You actually feel that agitated and upset because of the way you're thinking about the actions of other people. So a big part of our resilience is teaching people that they have control over their thinking, which then has a dramatic effect on their emotions, which then has a dramatic effect on their behaviour and actions. I mean, actually, it reminds me of something I was taught a hundred, seems a hundred years ago, that no one can make you a failure except for yourself. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, Jamie, you know, if we're in the business community, we're working with people. How would you recognise someone who doesn't have, you know, the resilience that you that you know you're going to need now to get fo get through this? How would you recognise that? What would be sort of not the symptoms, but what would be the the, the observational? What would you yeah. be able to observe? Yeah. Well, we we um, have come up with a couple of formulas that actually help us understand that. And so you would you would hear people who are lacking in resilience and the way that they are speaking about things, they would be using what we call the PGP formula. So they would be talking about this as if it's permanent. You know that uh, that it's going to be like this forever. Well, that's not the case at all. I mean, we, we, you know, the evidence now is that we've got. Oxford University are pretty well down the road, aren't they, with their um, vaccine? And the UK government has ordered, what, 100 million doses of the vaccine. So it, it isn't going to be like this forever. So that's the first element. The second element is they tend to make it, it's everything. Well, it's not everything. Yes, there's a whole lot of things are being affected, but it's not everything. And it's like, um, think about, hey, it's one segment of the Mandarin it's not every segment of the Mandarin. Yes, your business has lost some customers. It hasn't lost every customer. Uh, it's Your business has been dramatically affected, but you still, your marriage is intact, your kids love you. Um, so it's not everything. And then the third element is, uh, and where we tend to derail ourselves is we tend to make it personal. Oh, this is to do with me. I'm a tosser, I'm a loser, I've screwed up big time. Well, actually, no, we haven't, because this is right outside of our control. So it's important that we don't personalise it. Okay, PEP, permanent everything and personal. 
actually, yeah. and, and when you think about it, um, I know we're here talking about business, and that's what we want to do, but that actually applies to everything that happens around you, doesn't it? You know, um, respectfully, one yeah. or two of us, me, have been have been married before, and you you know, when that breaks up, you tend to think that it is everything, don't you? Oh, yeah. you know, my yeah. life's over. But but yeah. having th thinking about what you've just said, firstly, uh, well, it is permanent that you break up, but but it's it, you're not in a permanent state of of, of flux or a permanent problem and, and it is yep. not everything you've still got your yep. health you've still got your family you've still got your job yeah and and while it is personal it's it's just one party it's just what, what uh segment in the mandarin yeah see so so people tend when things turn to custard they tend to make it as if oh it's a whole bag of mandarins is bad when in fact if you went and examine it carefully you'd find it's one segment in one mandarin and so um, we just make it so much bigger i mean you know you and i know how much um, that that in spite of these dramas going on in our own lives, and I've had more than my fair share, um, there's still other things that are going really well, like uh, the, the brass band still wants to see it playing, right? Yep. Um, it, it, you know, I, I now um, go riding motorcycles with a bunch of guys. They don't give a rat's ass about what's going on. We're going for a ride. <laughs> and, uh, and so there's all of these other elements of life which are going really, really well. Isn't that interesting? Because just to take, as you, as you know, I, I have a bike and I ride. Isn't it interesting that when you hop on a bike with six other guys, they don't care whether you're 32, 52, 62, whether you're an accountant, a lawyer, a resilience specialist, uh, they just want to ride with you because you're riding a bike and you're going to Kaipara or you're going to Raglan yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, well, I was, in, I was in South Africa in uh, March. on an volunteer, Voluntarily in South Africa, Jamie, yeah. voluntarily. Yeah, voluntarily in South Africa, and march on an 18-day tour, and uh, and one of the women there on the on the group, the young youngest, uh, she kept saying, "Oh, you can't be the oldest person on this tour, Jamie." And after a few days, I said, "Well, how come, Heidi? You keep saying that?" And she said, "Well, you don't act like an old person, and you don't sure don't ride like an old person." <laughs> so we so. If you met a business owner, Jamie, who you thought was resilient, like you, you know, let's call the guy Bob because that's just a name. What what would he be displaying when you met Bob? How would you how would you think? Hey, yeah, this guy's got 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 the, not only got the resilience, but he's got the go forward. What would be he displaying that other people would see? Well, you would see it in his demeanour. Firstly, he would he would smile when he's greeting me. He would show an interest in me, uh, and and you know what life is about for me. And we would uh, we would would learn about things about each other. And when it came to talking about his business, he would be speaking about it in a positive manner about. Uh, about positive steps that have been taken to deal with the, the impact of the COVID-19 virus on his business and on his people. He would be talking compassionately about his people, about how some are suffering badly and others seem to be thriving and okay in spite of, in spite of everything. And he would be a little bit puzzled probably about how come there was this difference between uh, some of his people in spite of them both being in this uh, you know, all being in similar circumstances but there would be that um, that sort of like positive uh, vibe that he would be giving off or she would be giving off um, that you can sense oh they've got this under control they're not um, they're not being knocked around by uh, all of these factors they're actually exerting some control and they're certainly controlling the way that they're thinking about it and the way they're interacting with their people so they okay. would be displaying a really positive demeanor and not and not um, involving their own people in some of the uh, real causes of major concern to them personally. They wouldn't discuss anything about their relationships. They wouldn't be discussing problems with the mortgage, with the banks. None of that would be part of their discussion. They would be engaging with their people in a positive way. Yep. 
I suppose the um, in my world working with business owners, Jamie, at, which is your world as well, what I found in April is that if, if you could get in front of a business owner on Zoom or Skype, because you weren't, obviously, and you could say to them, look, as you said, it's, it's one segment in the Mandarin. What yeah. do we pivot to get this working? What do we make happen? What, what what our job was was to get them thinking. Okay, let's keep going forward. What do mm -hmm. we do next? Because uh, there's the other saying, "Idle hands um, get in trouble." There's some <laughs> saying like that. So um, maybe that's why I get in trouble. I'm moving moving on. Well, the, um, the, I think the, I think the expression was the devil makes work for idle hands. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So so Jamie, you know, imagine imagine this. Uh, you, you, you're you're the friend of a business owner, and he's he's in a bad place. And you think, hey, look, you know, the guy's negative. He's not negative, but he he's, he he thinks it's 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 permanent and it's going to wreck his business. How could you, as a friend, I'm not talking about you and I work as professionals, but how could you, your, your business owner, what could you do? How could you lead this this person into into a better mindset, or, or is there resources to make that work? How could you do that? Yeah, well, we've actually created a lot of tools around. But the first thing that I would probably um, say and suggest would be to say, okay. Uh, you know, be a bit empathetic. Okay, well, you know, you, you're certainly taking a knock, and that's one way of thinking about it. Uh, but thoughts are free, and there's millions of thoughts you could have about it. So, what would be another thought that you might have about the situation? So, what we what we want to get people out of is this very deep rut that they've created because they keep following the same pattern of thinking when these things are occurring. So, we want to pull them out of the rut, get them realizing, oh. So I, I use the, the concept of a smorgasbord, you know, when it comes to thoughts. Well, imagine there's a smorgasbord here, the ways that you think about it, and uh, what would be some of the um, thought uh, items that are on, on the table. And uh, we've come up with this new concept called a thought attack. And uh, when you find yourself down in the dumps, well, that's because you have experienced a thought attack. And so what we need to do is examine the thoughts and change the thoughts. So just let's think, well, there's heaps of thoughts I could have about it. They won't cost you anything. The IRD won't charge you anything for it. Just keep that quiet, by the way, will you? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and, uh, and so, well, hey, we could, we could think about this in a different way. And then probably my friend would say, oh, oh well, well, what might that be like? Um, so then we get into the whole matter of self-talk. Now, all of us have conversations with ourselves, okay? We chat away to ourselves. There's different ways people talk about it, monkey mind, chatter. Oh, I've got the parrot on my shoulders, all kinds of ways people use to describe that. But unfortunately, most of us are not paying too much attention to it. And that's where there's a lot of, lot of trouble starts, just with those deeply embedded but accidentally learned um, habits of uh, self-talk. And, uh, and a lot of it's using the wrong formula. So if you see someone talking to themselves in the mall, Jamie, it's self-talk, it's not the result of uh, something else? Well, just, good. it's a good it's a good place to start. I'm just just checking. <laughs> so so one of the things we do, one of the things we do in helping people learn this other way because it's a learned skill is we get people. To, yeah, we practice um, the getting them to uh, put their thoughts out on paper, and then we use the formula to change the thoughts and then get them practicing the thoughts. And I'll play the part of the old thoughts, or one of the team will play the part of the old thoughts. And the, and the person concerned has to practice arguing against their old original thoughts. So, uh, so and that works really, really well. What they, what they find is, is that by utilizing uh, more positive thoughts and using what we, we call a different formula, the, the TSE formula, it's temporary, it's specific, and it's mainly external. Once they start using that formula, they find there's a major impact, positive impact on their emotions. Now they're feeling a lot more positive, and now there's a huge number of other 
options for the way that they deal with things will start coming to the fore because they've got a, they've got a resilient mindset now. Okay, so Jamie, just a little bit, bit of a maybe a hard question. Everything you've just said sounds really. I'm going to say kumbaya or, uh, or, 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 or like yoga to what used to be a rugby player. Do you know what I mean? It's really nice, and 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 you know you'll see it on the on the on the left hand side of a white van going. To, so give us some. You, you must have some some research or some some examples you can give us where 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 you've taken a business owner who's who's I'm going to say hasn't got the who, who's. Um, response, you know, re their choices are being made by their responses, um, and you know yes. they think it's permanent. So give us some examples. I mean, give us some black and white stuff, you know, about okay. how this works. Uh, well, one case springs to mind immediately, and and this was um, uh, with a sales guy in a sales team. And uh, when I met his boss, um, she was about to fire him. She had the letter of dismissal in her hand, and so we discussed the fact that it had already been a big investment in recruitment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we have a pretty good. Uh, tool for actually um, assessing uh, what's going on, people's mindset, how resilient they are. So she agreed that having made a major investment and, you know, she, the, that we might end up with the same problem second time round, that it was worthwhile doing a bit of investigation. So the outcome really was that, yes, it showed up and uh, we could see exactly what was going wrong with his uh, mindset, the lack of resilience. And he agreed to a coaching program and uh, she agreed to fund it. Uh, within um, uh, two months, he was achieving budget. Within three months, he was um, uh, within four months, rather, he was number three on the national um, sales um, table. And within five months, he was number one. And when they did a reorganization and looked at restructuring and some redundancies, he was the first person that they said, well, that person isn't going. So it's, it is quite it is quite dramatic. And, then, you know, that's that's uh, like a major life change for that person, because now, as you mentioned earlier, now this applies right across the whole of his life. It's not just just to do with his work. Okay, so just just to go to the left a bit, Jamie. So being resilient impacts your whole life. Would you agree? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so you know we all we all get knocked down in our careers and our businesses at home. Uh, we you know we just do. And resilience is about making your responses, realizing it's not permanent, it's not everything, and it's not personal going forward. So so as an individual. If I'm if I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, you know, actually, actually, I'm, I'm a victim. You know, I'm, I'm being smacked around by this. Yeah, yeah. Where do I go? I mean, you know, what do I do? What, what, what? Give me three steps that I can do just to start, start down a track to to, to actually. Feel, I suppose the first thing is to realise that I don't have resilience. I suppose the first thing is to realise I'm not resilient, and it's I'm not blaming myself. You know, but how, how do how do we go forward? What do you? How well, do I think I, I think the thing is to say yes, we are resilient, but we're not as resilient as we could be, and we're not as resilient as as maybe some other people in other countries are. And so the first you know, that that's the first step is that well, I'd like to be more resilient, and then you know uh, organisations like our own. Have expertise in helping develop and coach people in that mindset, the science-based mindset. It's based around the research of a, a very, very highly esteemed um, uh, motivational psychologist, Professor Martin Seligman, and a number of people will recognise that name. And so, there's a whole lot of really good research that supports the fact that once we start changing the mindset, learning a different way of thinking about the stuff that's going on. Uh, there's going to be dramatic changes. So that's about, you know, getting getting some help. I mean, a lot of, a number of people might be able to make some reasonable progress on their own. Um, but we've certainly, we've developed a lot of really, really good tools 
that are highly effective and you can get dramatic change in a really short period of time. You know, people will say to me, oh, well, this sounds like it's going to take a long time and I'll just use I'll just use their process and say, well, that's one way of thinking about it. What would be another way of thinking about it? Oh, oh, I could think, oh, might only take a short period of time. You're right. Might, uh, might take a very short period of time once you learn the process and you learn how to catch. So we, so we want people to engage in thought catching. Your emotions are always a signal that thinking is going on. So let's catch the thoughts and then let's ask ourselves, or let's catch the emotion firstly, because we'll be aware of those. And then let's ask ourselves, well, what kind of thinking would generate those emotions? You see, unfortunately, far too many people worldwide believe in magic. They believe that their emotions come from outside themselves. They don't understand cause and effect and they don't understand cultural learning. So we have learned culturally that there are certain emotions go with the behavior and actions of other people. Someone says I'm a tosser, so I get highly pissed off and say he's made me angry or pissed off, right? Well, no, I made myself pissed off. So the big part of it is, and it's very, very empowering, is to start taking ownership of our own emotions. Let's get above the line and let's agree that we own our own thoughts and we own our own emotions. You know, it's funny, isn't it? In a world where we want people to be responsible and accountable uh, for their actions, and that we're quite, a comfort we're quite comfortable with them passing the buck for their emotions. It's a load of crap. You're better off the more that you take control and take ownership of your own emotions. But we'd never go blaming somebody else for our own thoughts, would we? Not unless we're connected to the mothership. Well, I might blame the ex-wife. I mean, but I think you know, in my world, that that that's acceptable. Um, oh, let's hope, yes. let's well, hope she's not listening. Well, we're, to off, us. we're off down the rabbit hole now. Yeah, we're, we're in a big way. So I'm I'm, I'm going to give you some. I'm just going to go through some points I've written down. The first is that response is choice, and every response we have is a choice we make about that yep. response. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, Second absolutely. thing is that we, we as actually New Zealanders are really really crap at this. We downplay our achievements, you know, and yes. I think that. You know, uh, you're a, a, a great musician. You've played all over the world and run a, one myriad of New Zealand titles. But but when they see you riding the motorbike, I don't think you have that on the back of your jacket, do you? No. <laughs> so so you know we, we downplay our achievement. And, and I think the big you know it's the the PEP formula, permanent everything and personal. And by the way, I'm going to steal that. I think yeah, that's just yeah, wonderful, yeah. especially when you you know uh, in the business world. Um, I, I I deal with a lot of business owners who do hours hundreds of hours doing a quote or a, or a tender for a massive job you know let's use a big number five million dollars yeah yeah and they don't get it and so the whole thing you know you, you can actually feel the the tension the disappointment the whole thing well hang on it's not permanent and it's not everything you've still got a business doing this you know and and the fact the last one it's not personal i think that that's that's very um uh, you know that, that's exceptionally salient um i like the smorgasbord of thought because what that tells me, correct me if I'm wrong, is once again, response is choice. Yeah. You go back and go, well, actually, I'm going to get angry about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the classic is road rage, isn't it? I mean, we've, oh, all, yeah. been, yeah. we've all been in a situation where someone's, yeah. well, we've either back-ended someone or we've been back-ended or something like that. I got rear-ended yesterday on the motorway. Really? So, so, you know, you have a choice and you can jump out of the car and be aggressive and yell and scream or you can realise that the person didn't do it deliberately. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And, and how we react to stuff sits with us. Yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. And, 
And, and the last bit I've got down here is that emotions are outcomes of our own thinking. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, they, um, don't, they don't come out of thin air and they're not put in us by other people. So stop blaming the kids for making me angry, right? You know, I've made myself angry because the kids are just behaving or whatever yep. it might be. Someone at work's done something, it's screwed up and I'm feeling really angry. No, they didn't put the emotion into me. They're doing whatever they did for a good reason. I made myself angry. Yep. So, Jamie, your website, resilientminds.co.nz. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what's on that that people can have a look at or, 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 or you know, or, or download or something. Or how, I mean, you know, you're a man in demand. Appreciate the, the half an hour of time here that you've, you've given. Um, you know, how do, how do people touch base with you? Or is there something on the website that they can, they can have a play with and think, yeah, hell, holy hell, I need help here? Or, or they might think... Holy crap, Batman! I'm on top of this. You know, I'm, I'm really. Yeah, doing... yeah, how does it? Yeah. How, how does yeah, well, it? How does... Oh, well, I'll just find information about the range of services. There's, there's um, application in terms of sport. There's applications in terms of business. There's applications in terms of family. So they'll they'll be able to see there the applications. There's some testimonials. There's some blogs. There's some articles. Um, so there's there's plenty of information uh, there, and you know they're welcome to contact us directly. Okay. Last thing I have, and this this you might find a little bit bouncy, fluffy, especially coming from me. Um, ha, you you mentioned parrot on the shoulder, self talk, doing yeah. all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree? And by the way, feel free to say no. <laughs> do you agree? Do you support? Would you be a part of? Should business owners use affirmations? Yes, they should use affirmations, and 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 I'm I'm all for it. But at the same time, I would say they work at a very very high level, and what we're doing gets down to the neural pathway level. We yep. work at the neural pathway level, so we're changing in 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 terms of. And most of your audience will understand the concept of root causes, right? So affirmations are like dealing with symptoms. But what we're working on in building resilience is getting down to root causes at the neural pathway level. Accidentally learn deeply embedded habits of thinking. Okay. Um, just an advert for you, Jamie. You 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 uh, you do stuff at the Auckland University. Oh, correct. I've been um, running a, a course there. Been a uh, adjunct lecturer in the business school for many many um, years now. And yes, and and that uh, course has proved to be one of the most popular over a long period of time. So the course has been very resilient. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Yeah. I know, I got it in. So, so, um, so Jamie, your website, resilientminds.co.nz, and you're, you're, you're available through that, or, or actually, yes. obviously, uh, Jamie Ford at LinkedIn. Yep, correct. Jamie, look, that's been 25 minutes of, of your life, and I do appreciate it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen out there, my name's Kerry Wood, I'm, I'm the business maestro, and what we've learned today uh, from Jamie Ford, who's probably one of the world experts on resilience, resilientmind.co.nz, um, is that where you are in your life is where you are in your head, and it's response, it's, it's response by choice. And if I could leave you with two things, the first is that the PEP formula is vital. It's not permanent, it is not everything, and it's not personal. It's it's just to quote the quote of the day has to be it's just one segment in a mandarin in the bag of mandarins. And remember that um, you know how you react is is, is 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 your choice. So please listen to this, 
contact Jamie if you want more information at his website or, or on LinkedIn. I know he'd be available and, and love to work with you. Uh, my name's Kerry Wood. I'm from the Auckland Centre of Business Excellence. This has been the Business Maestro. I hope at some time you haven't been offended, but I hope you've been challenged. Kerry Wood, Auckland Centre of Business Excellence. If you took something away from this podcast, or if you know someone that is on their business journey who will find this really valuable, be sure to share this wealth of knowledge with them. And don't forget to subscribe however you're listening to this. And if you're a business owner who needs a bit of oomph, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook and continue today's conversation.